Hello and welcome to the Let's Run Social podcast. Um, with me, Nick Boddington, my sidekick, Matthew Rubas. Oh, Matthew, um, that's very Is it Matt Rubas? There we go, Matt Rubas. Oh, oh call me what you want, I think. Matt Rubas. Rubas. So, last episode, we talked about e-com, conversion rates. We were going to talk about lead gen. We're not going to talk about lead gen today. We're going to stay on the e-com funnel because we're going to talk about a client of ours who has been using and sending traffic to their e-com site from the off. And we've been getting orders and stuff, but it hasn't been how we wanted it to be. And then we thought, this needs to be a landing page. This needs the, the product. So what we're going to talk about is why that is, why the product is like it is, why we think more education is needed in that product. And we've seen it like treble, quadruple in return. That. So, so, so we thought, right, this episode is going to be about that because we want to stay on this whole conversion thing. Because it's essentially an e-com site, which kind of gone lead gen. Hasn't it? Which is kind of, well, the lead, not lead gen as in you're still creating orders, but the same kind of funnel strategy. Yeah. So without further ado, let's kick, let's kick this off. Yeah. So we're not going to talk about the, the company names. That's not really right. And who they are. Though they, are, they might listen to this after and go, oh, you should have said maybe they'll buy our product. <laughs> yeah. What? Three <laughs> listeners. So. <laughs> right. We have 10 people yeah, now. We had, so yeah, we've had quite a few people start downloading it, yeah. which is good. So we're going to keep pushing out. But yeah, thanks for those who are listening. So the product is a skinwear product, clothing product for babies and small children to help with eczema and dry skin. So I've had kids and it wasn't well, my second child did have a problem with eczema and stuff on the on the back back of the arms, uh, across his chest and things like that. And at the time we're using things like the cream like Burt's Bees and Avena. Um, and things like that. So they came to us with this new product. So the, the guy behind it is created, who's created some other big brands out there to do with skin stuff and sweating and all that. And he kind of figured out that this would work for the baby market. So he's kind of re, reintroduced it. He's gone to the two ladies that we, we work with as a, other co-founders of the business and they've created their e-com site. They haven't done it with a Shopify. They've had a WordPress site built and using WooCommerce as the plugin to that WordPress site, which has to be built by the developers. But one of the things that we've, we've had problem after problem after problem. So when you're, set, when you're doing Facebook ads with a Shopify e-commerce site, Shopify is very, very good because they, their APIs communicate really well with Facebook. There's no development really involved at our end of creating a Shopify site. You go on $20 a month, you get it. And you just take the pixel code, well, the number, 12-digit number, and you put it into Shopify, and then it works. As soon as you come away from Shopify, what we find is that we put a pixel on, and as we're going through our, our pixel checking stuff, which is a little thing on the top of your Chrome extension called Pixel, Facebook Pixel Helper, it means you can go through every, web, every page of your website, and you can start seeing um, the pixel Flashing green, Taylor is triggering, it's firing. Yeah. That information is going back to Facebook about what's going on traffic-wise about the users on your website. Soon as we go away from Shopify, we usually hit little brick walls and go oh, scratching our head, why is this not working? Which is why as an agency, we have to charge our setup fees because all of the time there's a problem. So they that's how they set up their website. We then couldn't, for the life of us, get it working properly. So we then had to get another plugin, which is called Pixel My Site, which works with WooCommerce, 
which is unbelievable. So it's it's 198 quid for the full package. And it is, if you are having problems with WooCommerce and you've got an e-commerce site, then you need to download the Pixel and buy it called Pixel My Site. Pixel Your Site. Pixel Your Site. Yeah. That fixes it. Your developer will have to go through it. You can do it yourself, but probably best get your developers to go through it and just make sure it's all talking to your website fine. So that will get sorted. So then we're into the phase of running ads. So we're doing our usual strategy, which is top of funnel, middle of funnel, and bottom funnel. So when we sat around the table with the client, it was much more of a, okay, this is a product that's not cheap. It's not really expensive, but you know, you're talking 20 quid for like a baby grow. So the fact that you're not just going to have one baby grow because your babies grow out of these things really quickly is you probably need five. Like if you go into a supermarket and buy a pack of baby grows, you're buying four or five at a time and they're going through them probably in a, some of the times in a day, if they're being, depending on how young the baby is, you're thinking that a consumer might have to spend 80 to 100 quid if they were to get the same volume of goods, baby grows or full baby grows that you would expect to get in the supermarket. So there's an education piece here, isn't there? I was going to say, because this is not just your average baby grow. So we automatically have to go with top of funnel, middle of funnel, bottom of funnel. You'll hear us talking a lot about this. Top of funnel is your awareness. So that's where your ad's going out there, completely cold to the marketplace. And it's talking and showing imagery or videos, introducing people to that product. What we can then do is using the pixel, we can get anyone who's got onto the website from that page, built an audience in Facebook, and now we can retarget with um, more um, consideration adverts. Hey, you looked at this and, you know, bringing people into the brand and making them recognize that brand. And then we've got bottom of funnel, which is getting the orders and taking them through the conveyor belt of getting an order out of them. Um, so we had to do that with this journey because most of our econ clients pick up and make a return off the top of funnel. So the first ad we go out, which is, hey, buy our sparkly collar for your dog, we'll usually make the return at the top yeah. and then even more of a return at the bottom. We'll miss out the middle of funnel because a lot of e-commerce don't really need to do a, a middle of funnel. It's just get the ads out cold, retarget at warm at the bottom. Yeah. Again, we couldn't do that for this website. So we really had to build a strategy of how we were going to do this. And I mean, you did, you, you built most of the ads for this anyway, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I've done so many ads for this um, and it, it, you know, trying, so top of funnel, it's interests and lookalikes, um, middle of funnel, custom audiences um, for retargeting, you name it, it, the testing has been done. Different creative images, videos, um, audiences, everything has been tested. And it just got to the point where it was just too difficult to get across what this product does. We couldn't figure out ads. why. Could we? It was like, no. what else do we need? Because we'd get the odd order. Um, we decided that price wasn't a problem. I personally don't have children. Um, but if I did, and I saw my little one running around, or not running around because they're sad and upset, they've got itchy, horrible or, skin. Or four months. Yeah. And don't walk. Yeah, oh, yeah I forgot <laughs> about that bit. Um, but yeah, because this is a product that ranges from zero to, I don't know, what was it, 10. Um, they do pyjamas and things like that as well. Because I don't think you wear a baby girl at 10. <laughs> I don't know. I think I was out of baby girls by 10. Depends what sort of party you're having. Yeah. So, yeah, we have uh, completely lost my child of thought. <laughs> um, 
so yeah, the price point, but we were having trouble figuring out what what was gonna what why these people weren't buying this sort of thing. Yeah, because we we decided it wasn't price because you yeah, would just pay the price, wouldn't you? If it meant that well, you, you were do fixing, get a if you're fixing a problem, you're fixing, yeah. Um, so all they need to do really, and we said this to the client, the client agreed. Once because their lifetime value of the client, they 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 were. I think aren't they getting like seventy percent of people are actually returning to buying their item? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's not the problem. So it's like we need this on your child's back. Yeah. Once it's on their back and they see the results and their child's happy and not scratching and because they they even do the mitts and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. You win. You win. You've won. Yeah. That person, that that mother will buy this product. Mm-hmm. We even because we discussed with them doing a massive offer or doing even doing the the get it free, pay for delivery, but it's a high cost. So I know there's more of a risk there. It's not as if you're selling books, you know, the book funnel strategy, all that sort of stuff. So we got on a call after trying all this out and, you know, just to make you aware, guys, this was three months. This was three months of probably Matt being in that account, probably five or six hours a week. Now, bear in mind, when you're in the agency world, we have a fee and it's, it comes back down to hourly rates. We are on average, we know how long it takes um, for something to happen for a client. We know how many hours we need to put on something. This was taking a lot, but we wanted, we needed to get this work. It was like we were emotionally involved in this. We as well. were, yeah. It was, it was like, like this. This should we work. Are to t- yeah. Why is this not working? So after I think at the three months sort of mark, we all then got on a conference call. Um, James, who you know runs the show, got involved, and he's like. We went into the call going, we're going to have to let this client go and just say, look, we can't, we can't do anything. If you do find someone who can do this, please tell us what they've done because we, we have tried everything you know from your background, everything I know from my background, bringing together into an office for three months. We couldn't get the consistency we wanted to. James said, this needs a landing page. We need to go down a kind of a more lead gen funnel than the standard econ funnel because of the education process. Yeah. So do you want to introduce what basically happens with a, a sort of lead gen page opposed to an e-commerce website, so to speak? Yeah, I mean, I suppose the main difference is, is that when you've got an e-com website, you've got a menu, you've got different products that you can click on, browse through, add to your basket, things like that. Um, and I think in most cases, obviously, e-com websites exist and they work. Um, on the whole, it's because you're on that website and you know what you're buying. Like you don't, you don't need to educate somebody on, I don't know why I've got microwave in my head, but that's what I've got in my head. So you go to AO or something like that and you, you go to buy a microwave. You, you buy that one click. where you've got at the bottom all the different type of microwaves. Yeah. yeah you might, oh, you might good. explore like, you know, cause you're looking at, does it fit the aesthetic of my kitchen or whatever, but you know, you know, yeah, you know what a microwave is yeah. and what it does, um, what problem it's going to solve, all that kind of stuff. Whereas with this product, why we moved it over to a more of a long form landing page, which the main difference to that is, is that there's one focus in terms of where you want that customer or prospective customer to go. Um, and in this case, it's a long form sales page, landing page that educates. And the only call to action on it is click here to buy. So no one can go anywhere else unless they either close the landing page or they buy, basically. Yeah. And that is really the main difference between an, a, a normal website, an e-com website, and a landing page is that it's laser-focused in terms of 
where you want that customer to go, what action you want them to take, yeah. what their call to action is. Well, we're actually, just to correct you there, we're not, we've got an ad cart at the bottom, haven't we? Because it's, it's actually the next stage, which we've got to speak to the client about by making it. So you can't, whereas if you were using like ClickFunnels as a landing page builder, the buy button would go to a, a, the next page in the, in the landing page funnel. Yeah. Which buy a book because we can't do yeah, that with yeah. this e-commerce site. So we're, what we're having to do is add to cart. And when they press the add to cart button, it goes back to the product page, add to cart or back on the website, doesn't it? So it's, it's kind of the intermediate into, that's not the right word. Can't think of it. Interim. Interim yes. landing page before they go back to the website. So we're yeah. on this, on this landing page. It's long. They can be as long as you want. It's, it's really about just throwing before and after, before and after testimonial case study, before and after, before and after. So by the time that person, they're like, I shit, I need this product. Like, I have to have this for my little boy or girl. Yeah. The, the website, a website has trouble doing that with so many areas they can go. A landing page doesn't. Yeah. Because that's the next thing is taking it. We, we're wanting to then see how we can take it away from the website completely and still buy it in the funnel, don't we? Which yeah. Because I don't think what we're doing right now is necessarily um, like a bad thing. And um, it's just that. For us, it's about optimizing yeah. the funnel and the customer journey uh, to make that as seamless as possible. So right now, you know, if somebody goes through this landing page, which, you know, just to quickly run through what that looks like is at the top, you have a compelling headline to draw that person in talking to that um, that demographic. So in this case, we've got tried everything to relieve your little one's dry, irritated, eczema-prone skin, but can't find anything that works. So we're talking to parents and we're calling on those pain points. So we're not going benefits driven here. Yeah. We're going, um, so we are going benefits rather than features. But throughout the page, there's your kind of hero images, videos, educating all the way through. Um, and as Nick's already mentioned, we've got before and afters. So kind of um, what we call sort of social proof as well, testimonials. You know, mums that have tried the products and saying what, what, how well it works, um, the benefits and the pain points that it's solved. Uh, and then we go into them. So after we go, go it talking into kind of pain points and how this stuff is going to help, we then transition that then into the features of the product. So that's yeah. where we talk about flat seams and, you know, um, the kind of the material that it has and all of that kind of stuff. We just basically want to answer every, that landing page is there to answer every single objection that we might have. And that can be added to yeah. if we think one day, because it's not a website build, it's a landing page build. If we think, oh, we need that other objection or the client sends us another testimonial, we can just keep on adding it. And, the, and when you look at some of these very successful landing pages for these econ products, especially supplements, these landing pages, I mean, they go on, don't they? Mm-hmm. I mean, a serious amount of length and it doesn't matter. You've just got to get however long it takes to get the message across. In terms of um, like you guys and landing pages and, um, and you know, this is just to clarify, this very much is e-com, this conversation. It's still a product, a physical product that people can buy online. Um, but next time on one of these episodes, I'll go more deep into what makes up a landing page um, and then transition that conversation then over into um, kind of... Uh, lead gen and service based um, yeah. businesses and, and, and products. Um, but we noticed a real change in the results as soon as we pretty much launched 
this um, this landing page. This is obviously a Facebook podcast, Facebook advertising podcast. And I suppose a lot of the time we're talking about the e-com, the, lead, the landing pages and the conversion rates. Because, and the reason why for, for the listeners who are listening to that, I think, yeah, but I'm here to listen to about how I can build Facebook. We will go on that. We, we will obviously be in and out of all that sort of stuff. This is so much part of it. In a way, it's kind of like you want to speak to every client before they come on board. Okay, give us access to what you're doing already. We want to see what your conversion rates are like. Because what's the point in doing something if we know something's broken? Well, you'll just throw a load of money down. Well, second to that, so I, I, so I, over the last couple of days, I've thought about something to do with that. Actually, that comment that you just made then, okay, is unless so when someone's when someone's got a website, whether it's lead gen or whether it's um, e-commerce, if they've never driven traffic to it, they've probably got a high conversion rate. They're doing their ads through Instagram influencers or through their Facebook page or whatever. So these, so you're always attacking a warm audience. You may have done Google Shopping or whatever. Mm-hmm. So everyone who's coming to your website knows of you, is already buying from you as a return customer. So your conversion rates are always quite high. So let's say that the conversion rate is 15% on a website. You don't. We don't know if the website's broken until we start sending a lot of traffic to it. Does that make sense? Because a client's always going to buy from you. A customer who already knows of you is always going to buy from you. But when you start sending cold traffic who don't know who you are, you start seeing the problems in the website. Okay, yeah. so there's many people have gone to the product page, but hardly anyone has added to cars. So I've got, a client, I've got a call at four with a new client we've taken on where we've done some ads. They've had some orders come through. They're getting loads of landing page views, but hardly any add to cars. So the first thing is now. So we wouldn't know that because he thought his website was fine. Until I spent 200 quid driving traffic to it, we didn't know that there was a bottleneck at the add to cart stage. So now it's kind of like, okay, right, now we need to start really backing up on some of that spend, fixing that problem, yeah. rebooting the spend and seeing if we fix that bottleneck. I think you've always got to be willing to test, like have a test budget that, and get and think, well, actually, this might be money that I don't get back, but I'm willing to invest this to take my business to the next level. Well, essentially, traffic breaks a website. Conversion rate wise, cold traffic, because that's when you start finding problems. Cold traffic is highlights your problems because they have no emotional attachment to your your website. If you haven't built your website right, if you haven't got uh, the ad to cart button the right way, um, our pet. I mean, on tomorrow I've got a call with our pet pet shop client and online shop. Their ad to carts are white. Their ad to cart button's white. Mm. Why is it not pink? So you've got to look for it. Why pink? See what I mean? Why pink? Yeah. Don't know. Just bright colour, isn't it? You're going to see it. But you know, they, I think green, then you go works, down, yeah. green works well, split, blue works split well. Testing, man, you start it? split testing different things. But basically what we found was that, I'm going to go from the top of my head now. When from a landing page to an add to cart, we want to try and get 10%. They, we got them to 30%. Huge. So landing page, they were they were okay anyway. I think they were at like 15% compared to 10 on the e-com website. Yeah. But we've jumped that, we've doubled it. So that's gone to 30%. The initiate checkout, so the ad to cart to initiate checkout went up. We want 55. I think they're on like 73, which is amazing. Initiate to checkout to purchase, it should be 85. Theirs is like 35. 
So, but we understand why that is because they press add to cart, then they go to the website. So we've, we've actually extended that journey slightly. So now what we've got to do is like, okay, the landing page works, but mm. it's extending the buyer's journey, which we don't want to do. We want to make it easy. Yeah. So our next discussion with the client is as long as we've got the rates and we, we're getting like four row hours, whereas we're like one and a half mm-hmm. is as long as we've seen this consistency for the month of, of October, how can we then now discuss pulling in your infrastructure so that we can make them buy off the landing page? Because the landing page we've built off their WordPress. So there is a way of doing it. But obviously, from the from the client's point of view, it's going to cost more money from the web developer fees and things like that. So these are all the things that you need to bear in mind. There's a cost to most things. But as long as there's evidence and, there's, and it's not assumption, you can't look at something and go, you know, I've looked at our client's page and seen a white button. That's because we know from our experience that we need that button to be a color because people can mess it, miss it. And but we know with the other client we're called today with, you know, 250 landing page views in three days, 10 add to carts, one order, it's not right. You know, that landing page that needs to be 10%. So we need we need, we should be having we should have 25 add to carts. And of those 25 add to carts, we should have 15-ish. Checkouts mm. and from the initiate checkout, and then from the checkout, we should have thirteen orders. Yeah. So automatically, from sending that traffic to it, we know there's something broken in that. So the first stage is we need to fix the add to cart. Yeah. And then now, then we'll see if there's another break in the chain. But once that's done, you're in a, you're in a position to go. Okay, now we've fixed the problem. We can scale. Mm-hmm. We can turn this up to hundred pounds a day, three hundred pounds a day, and see how many of the products we can sell. Yeah, and that's when you can scale if you've got the infrastructure to scale. Yeah. So I think that's pretty much it for this podcast, really, isn't it? So it's like, yeah. So if you are struggling with ecom, look at landing pages. If it if does your product is it a supplement? Is it a baby product like that that we've just discussed? Does it does the consumer need? And more evidence and education to take them over the line. Yeah. And it's worth investing. If you've got a 70% return rate of people coming to buy products, you know, our argument with the client still is give it away. Test 100 products, test 100 products, giving them away. How many of those 100 people who receive free products come back and buy more because it's proven to work? Yeah. There's lots of big companies out there. I think Shark, Hoover's was one. They give amazing like guarantees and money back things if it, if it doesn't do what it says it does, and they've, they've grown empires from it. Those Hoovers are amazing. But they all start off with a strategy. We don't remember those strategies. No. But when you start reading about it and seeing how they got there, it's like, yeah, you can. it starts making sense. There's no reason why you can't put those strategies into standard day-to-day e-commerce lead gen websites. So I hope that helped, guys. Um, but next week, we'll kick into, we'll, we'll lead into the lead gen stuff. Um, and then we will come back to Facebook. We'll start talking about how, you know, the different campaigns you can set up and things like that. But as I want to reiterate, if you if your website's broke, Facebook's I'm not going to make you any money. Yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll be there to highlight the broken bits, which you do need. So you do need to get that highlighted. And cold traffic on Facebook is a great way to find out something's broken. But this part of our podcasts, you're actually going to learn more. Uh, once you've started getting into this, you'll realize and go, yeah, those guys are right. We have, you have to have this bit down to a T for you to make the kind of money you want to make and have the ability to make. Because you can make money, anything can make money on Facebook. When people, I said on the webinar we did last night, it's like, it's not Facebook that doesn't work for your business. 
it's your business funnel crap. Any business is broken with Facebook ads. Yeah. It's just your funnel, your hooks, whatever it is. It's somewhere it's broken. Yeah. Because the audience is on there. 85% of people who are attached to the internet have Facebook or Instagram. They're there. Yeah. Just has to be an offer that people want. Exactly. Okay. We'll leave it there. I hope you enjoyed that. We'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye.